Hey there, people of the interwebs. It's me, Brandon Noel. Uh, this week we're uh, discussing um, On a Pale Horse, written by Piers Anthony. This is a really fun book. It's, uh, you know, a book about death and science fiction, but mostly death and, and kind of the meaning of life. And, and uh, you know, it's, it, it was a really fun read and a really good book, but... Before we uh, jump into today's book, I just want to thank you for downloading this podcast. I want to thank you for listening. Um, if you want to support, you know, what we do here, uh, please go to Patreon slash Destiny Comics or Patreon.com slash Destiny Comics. And we only have one tier. It's called uh, Dollar in the Hat. And that's all we're asking for is just a, a little support and thank you. Um... You can also go to destinycomics.com. Uh, the website is currently um, being rehashed and redeveloped. So I apologize. Right now the store is down. So, But in the next couple of weeks, you know, if you wanted to go to the store and, and buy a bookmark or buy a book or buy something that we've created, it would really support us. Um, but also one of the things you can do is just comment. Comment on whatever, wherever you, if it's iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you're listening, just let us know what you're listening, or just let us know that you're listening. It, it it's a big help, and we could use the support. Um, thank you. Uh, I know these times are really rough right now, and and I can't speak for everyone on the the podcast, but I know personally. Uh, COVID and, and 2020 have been really rough on me. And, uh, I could really just use a little support and know that you're, you're listening and enjoying the podcast. So thank you. Hope you enjoy this week's, uh, episode of, um, The Bookies, um, On a Pale Horse, written by Piers Anthony. We are the bookies. Keep going. Oh my God. <laughs> Uh, my name is Brandon Noel. My, my name is David McFarland. Please don't touch the screen. <laughs> I'm Wayne Abraham. Justin Stallard. Bonnie Stallard. Maylene Noel. And I second David. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Don't touch the screen. Don't touch the screen. All right, and we are the bookings. Uh, this month we are reading uh, Pierce Anthony's On a Pale Horse. Uh, Bonnie, this was your book? It was my <laughs> suggestion. Yes, it was. Yeah. Free synopsis. (laughs) It takes place in a society where magic and technology coexist and actually work together on things. So, and it is about, it's the first book in, I believe it's a five book series on incarnations of immortality. Um, The first one in this case being Death, Death Rides a Pale Horse, hence the title. And it's all about the new death. The main character's name is Zane. And um, by killing the old death, he suddenly becomes the new death. And this predates the Santa Claus people. It's not, you know, it's not like... They ripped off on a No, they probably didn't. But anyway, I'm just saying it predates that. So it's not like a, you know... So weird. I didn't go to Santa Claus. Really? Because that's like the first thing. You kill the old Santa and you become the new Santa. Yeah, but... So each incarnation has a different way of passing on their thing and in each of the books it's whoever's the new one being chosen or however that works in the first one being death death kills his predecessor and that's how he becomes the new death and so he's 
getting used to being deaf and what he has to do. And the main thing is death doesn't have to collect everybody's soul personally. He only has to collect those that are borderline. They're, they're in the middle. They're, they're, not, they're not all good. They're not all bad. They're in this gray area in the middle, and he has to collect them personally and, and then using various things that he figures out in the course of the book, figure out whether they belong in heaven or hell. And um, it's, There's, of course, lots more to the story, but that's kind of the beginning gets us going. So... Um, do I get to start with one? Yeah. Yeah, All right, so this is actually the second time I've read this book. I read it a long time ago. And, um, I've read most of the series. Um, so I was like, I don't even remember what happened in the first book exactly. I remembered certain characters. It's funny, but the character I remembered the most wasn't Death, and it wasn't Luna, who's his romantic interest. It was Molly Malone, the ghost of Molly Malone. So I'm getting partway through the book, and I'm like, at some point, doesn't he... Doesn't he go to hell? Like I'm like he goes to hell at some point. I'm like I'm getting further and further in the book. Like it felt like it was wrapping up, and I saw my Kindle, and so I'm just I'm like, where? There's a scene. I remember him going. Was that later in the series? I remember Death going to hell, like to check things out and see how things are going. And and then I'm like, oh, and Molly took him, you know. But I, it's funny because I don't maybe she stuck out to me because I knew the song. Yeah, that was the first thing I thought of. Because song because I remember like being in elementary school choir and learning the song. Well, we sing it all the time. Live, live, live. You know, so really, it's an Irish folk song. Yeah, I'm and Scottish. so well, 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 I'm both. So there. So anyway. I was familiar with the song, and then I was like, you know, so I just liked the character of Molly Malone. I think she's actually probably my favorite. She's interesting. You've got this this ghost that, um, and you don't find out until after he's already met her, but generally if she perceives you, it's a portrait of your death, and you're going to die sometime in the next month, you know. And, yeah, it's um, an omen. And, yeah, an omen, you know, and, and, but she seems so nice, so you kind of feel bad about that, but... Um, I really like so I really like Mel Malone. That she's the only, like the only character I really remembered from reading it the first time around a decade or more ago. So she's still I still like her a lot. Um, it I don't know it's interesting. Like it's there's a lot of unlike Jurassic Park, which I've read and we haven't read for book club, and I will not recommend for book club. Um, all the good stuffs in the movie. <laughs> Just watch the movie um, because. Uh, there are long chapters, just pages and pages and pages in that book that are just chaos theory, just lots of chapters. Just go bloom. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but I mean, it's just like, oh my gosh, I don't, I, I feel like I need that. To just curious. Because like, no, didn't do Jurassic Park. Oh, no, no, no. no. Yeah. Uh, I was saying, just unlike that, mm-hmm. although there's a lot of philosophy and a lot of things that make you think, because he's struggling with his own, like, he's got a job to do. He doesn't want to die. He has to do his job. But he's happy to come to terms with it. And and he's happy to collect the souls of people who are dying. And he's happy to come to terms with death. And he doesn't like death in general anyway. We find out, you know, he helped his mom die because she was being kept alive and she didn't want to be and she was really sick. And, you know, and so we end up finding all those things, you know. So, yeah, Angel Mercy kind of thing. But, you know, it was one of those things where he felt guilty about that and he doesn't like hospitals and he doesn't like death. And he's going to have, you know, his like, old folks home place. He's having to go to all these places that he's really, really personally uncomfortable with and having to deal with. And there's a lot, and he's talking to some of the people, and there's, there's interesting things that make you kind of think about it yourself, but it's not like these long, whole chapters just about philosophy. 
you know. Yeah, I actually, it's not my favorite thing, but I like that because a lot of those those issues mm-hmm. are explored in conversations with the other um, incarnations. Or right, right, and this, and the things they're just, it, it and the thing is that you're getting multiple sides. So you're not just being told the author's view on things, because actually yeah. Chris Anthony's an atheist, but he's writing about God and, and hell, and heaven and hell, and yeah. God and Satan in this. So he's not actually um, giving you all his opinion on things. He does bring out the atheist. He does right? bring in the atheist, <laughs> though. Atheist. Yeah, you find that out in the author's note. Um, so you have, you know, you have this... It, it's interesting because you're like... He's not forcing his opinion. He's just presenting an idea. And he's showing you all sides of different different arguments on things. And so you may or may not agree with everything that the character decides, but that's the character's decision to do. Yeah. Um, So I liked those. Everything feels natural. Everything, you know... The, the the explore philosophy, the explore the nature of life and death mm-hmm. through conversation. Right. So. Even even some of the I mean a lot of things aren't biblically correct as someone who is a theologian and, and not studied not just Christianity but other religions as well. You know, I, I'm like, well it's not exactly biblically correct, but this is a this is a fantasy story. I can set that aside for a while and go, Okay, this is someone's idea of things. And some of it, I'm like, geez, that would be nice if that was the way things were <laughs> a little bit, you know? Um, <laughs> where it's not, you have to do this, to, uh, you know, it, mm. that would be it's an interesting idea. I like that. Um, but I like that it makes you think, and not just, but there's a, a story to it. There is a storyline, and there is. It, it feels a little bit more Greek than any other philosophy, the whole idea of oh, yeah. balancing a soul, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Um, there's. You have the, you know, fate. Yeah, faith is in there and everything. Yeah. So yeah, you have to see that. I like um, that pretty much the Persephone. Right. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was good too. Yeah, that was fine. Um, so there, you know, there's all that, but it, I don't know. Um, favorite scenes, aside from like, I really like Molly Malone. Um, I like, I like the scene in the nursing home <laughs> because you got this like crazy rock band. <laughs> And you got this. You're stealing one of my ideas. Okay. Oh, uh, I think a lot of us are in agreement with that one. It was a fun scene. I'll tell you what. I won't go into huge detail on it. I'll say that for you, David. No, but no, I like that. You got it first. Yeah. Well, you know, I hate that. But it was a, it was a nice scene because you have people. You've got this this old folks home that's not even anywhere near up to code. It's horrible. Yeah. And you've got the guy's last wish is to hear a song. You've got this church on the other side that they don't normally sing that kind of music, but it is a hymn, technically. It is a church song, just not their kind of music. And you've got these crazy rock band people who are normally stoned out of their minds on this crazy magic drugs, which is worse than regular drugs. And yet, it all comes together into this really neat event that kind of changes the whole community. You know, and in South Florida, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, and so it's—I don't know. It's just one of those scenes that I really liked. Um, I also really liked his encounter with the priest. Um, no, I was in a, oh, a different scene. His encounter oh. with the woman where he wanted her to kill him because he didn't want to be deaf anymore. Mm. I really liked that encounter that they had and, and the discussion that they had. Actually, like his discussion with the atheist too. Mm. I thought that was interesting. Um, at least the guy didn't have to die alone, right? You know. So there's—I mean, there's lots of things I did like. There are some things I didn't like, but we'll get to that later. Maybe. Well, for me, it wasn't like... I mean, yeah, there are some things I liked, but for me, surprisingly, it wasn't so much the story that I liked, but the characters. Like, 
I was much more fan of the characters than I was per se of the story. Mm-hmm. Not that the story was bad, just he writes good characters. I, I felt more invested in the story because of the characters, mm-hmm. not because um, necessarily. Um, like I did like the overall idea of someone taking over, you know, the mantle of death. Mm-hmm. Like I think, okay, well, you screwed up, you uh, killed death. You didn't mean to, but uh, now congratulations, it's your job. You know what I mean? That's your punishment. All eternity, you're kind of living. You're living in purgatory. Mm-hmm. You know, in other words, <coughs> both literally and figuratively, mm-hmm. you're living in purgatory now. And um, oh gosh, purgatory. Guess what? Now you get to uh, <laughs> do all the great things that your predecessor did. You know. So um, I loved. The f- I love fate. I love mm-hmm. just like the, the idea of how she just comes in all, okay, well, you're the new death. Now I'm going to tell you these things. And the he, to figure out he's just like, what? Like the whole time he's like, what? Wait, what? You know, and she's like, oh, and, you know, put on this cloak and put on these shoes, you know, and, you know, go ahead and, you know, all that stuff. So, um, and I loved Mortis. Mortis was <laughs> probably my favorite just because I loved <coughs> that. You know, he had this, what he called the death mobile. <laughs> like mm-hmm. It could be a car, it could be a horse, a boat. a boat, it could be pretty much any mode of transportation that he really needs. Though most of it is either horse or, you know, car, you know. So I just like you know I loved all the gadgets uh, like the stones that you know direct him to the people he needs to go yeah. gather the souls of. I like that even though he is death, he can play a little bit with time, not as much as Kronos can obviously, right, obviously, but he can have a little bit of power over time since you know he has to be able to be there to collect the souls. So you know I like. So for me, it's mostly the characters that I enjoyed. Um, I don't want to say he is dealing with time. He's postponing the death. Yeah, that's true. But mm-hmm. he's given the ability he's to given stop the ability time. Stop that watch. No. Not a yeah, whole for yeah, a little bit of time. Technically, well, postponing well. deaths. Right. Yeah. But yeah. He, he can freeze. He can stop time for up to ten minutes. I think this. Yeah. 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 Like that. Yeah. So but the the idea is he can stop time at one location for ten minutes while he has to go collect another. So. If, if there's two at the same time, at yeah. the same time. So it's mild, mild and if He's not as mild exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and if he gets an hour behind, he gets in trouble. Yeah. So, but you know, um, like I said, it's all the. For me, it's more or less the characters and the small like doodads and stuff that he gets to deal with that I enjoyed. The story, yes. Uh, to you know, obviously there had to be something to this story for me to be interested in. But mostly it was just, like I said, the idea of him becoming yeah, dead. Growing as a character. And growing as a character. I definitely thought he was a much stronger character by the end. Than he was at the end. Yeah, there was definitely. no way he could have done. character development. Yeah, mm-hmm. what he did at the end without going through everything that he went through. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, like you said, how he deals with trying to figure out what he can get away with, what is good with him, what makes mm-hmm. him doing his job in a way that he feels good about it. You know, even if it might not necessarily be the way it should be done or how his predecessor might have done it. Right. As it were. So, um, and I, did you, I hear you guys talking about, um, the other books 
you know, the other incarnations? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got interrupted because I thought it would, the whole series would be about death. No, yeah. um, each book is about the other incarnations and it's the new person taking that off it. Yeah. So the people that we met in those places, they're going to change yeah. in each book. But you still see death. You still see all of them in the books. Mm. So as you get a new one, now you're seeing the new one in, further, in later books. Mm. And, um, um, book two is Bearing an Hourglass. Yeah, three is with a... Uh, what, a tangled skein? Yeah, tangled skein. That's fate. Fourth is Wielding Red Sword. And, 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 and Being Green. Being the Green Mother. Being the Green which Mother. Which is Mother Nature. Yeah. yeah. So which is the one I, I never finished. with that, <laughs> I think knowing that, you know, is probably presents future books as interest to me with that concept. So, mm-hmm. so um, Well, I was going to say my favorite scene or favorite thing was the Hallelujah. Yeah, that's the um, scene in the old books. Yeah. There was just a lot of character development. And there was a lot of a death will not be denied. Right. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. but... It, it, you know, I don't want to be the dead horse. Uh, <laughs> um, the, my my other favorite scene was probably the final confrontation between him and Satan. Satan? Yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool. You know, I liked I liked Satan in this. Right. Um, he he felt swarmy. He didn't feel like all power. Like in Dante's Inferno, Satan is depicted as this monolith with three heads and. Yeah, I like like the character of Satan in this as well. You you don't, you love to hate him. Yeah, he's yeah, he's a good villain. He's an evil villain. He doesn't want to be called good. And that moment when he takes all all of Death's accoutrements off Mm -hmm. and starts reaching for for Satan, Mm -hmm. backing up, backing up, backing up. (laughs) You know, and the idea is we don't know what would have happened because. The rules aren't all that well defined. Right. Yeah, I don't think Satan... Satan wasn't sure. That's why Satan mm-hmm. became afraid, and that's yeah. why it was awesome. Satan didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> he and was afraid to find out. There's a line set up earlier, I think, by faith, like, the incarnations cannot be messed with by God or Satan because we're mm-hmm. outside the, the outside realm. Outside that, yeah. Um, but at some point, somebody also discussed seven incarnations as God and Satan also being incarnations. Yeah. Yeah. So if they're incarnations, do they have a soul and can I take it? Yeah. And Satan's like, uh, yeah. I don't want to find out. <laughs> you win. Okay. Well, you win. Okay. Let's okay. not play the game. You, know? <laughs> you called my bluff. I refuse to call. I'm, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. You know, so I, I like that. I like that moment. Sorry, there's one line that I remembered I really liked, and I don't know why it was. You know how sometimes you read a line and for some reason it makes you laugh? And you're yes, like, I'm yeah. sure why. Yes. It's that scene where Satan is trying to make a deal with Zane. Which <laughs> one? He tries to make a deal no, several times. The one where, um, like, he's talking about, um, okay, like, I'll just read it to you, um, I forget what deal it is. It's one of many deals he makes with, tries to make with him. And <laughs> Zane asks, how can I trust you to honor any part of any deal you make? And then for some reason, the line that I laughed really hard on was when Satan replies, a deal not signed in blood is not worth the blood it's signed with. <laughs> I don't know why it does <laughs> right? that. I found that really funny. I know it's probably not funny. funny. No, 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 Like, just reading it, well, I had to read it two or three times. Go, what? What? <laughs> and I just found that really funny. Yeah, so... 
Yeah, no, that's um, like I said that the the Hallelujah thing. The, 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 yeah. the, there's a lot of great character development. Um, yeah, and not just with him. No, no, no. It was it was a neat scene. Yeah. The um, so yeah, I'll just go ahead and turn it over to Dave. Okay. Continue with it, man. It's that's the the favorite the scene. Old, old folks home. <laughs> But, um, yeah, what they didn't add to the point was uh, the caretaker of the old folks' home really didn't have any power. He's probably just some kid making minimum wage and reading a, a nudie magazine while all these old people were rotting. Yeah. But uh, the owner of the home finally <laughs> called back and right. then called the police, and then the police <laughs> sent in a SWAT team to, right. to unfold the old folks' home. I just disturbed it, yeah. I just <laughs> it, and then a, a SWAT team showed up at the old folks' home. Yeah, what are they going to do? Throw their diapers at him or something? Right? Oh no, diaper bombs! Wow, isn't that, a, isn't that a little bit overkill? Definitely. <laughs> um, but previous to that, I thought it was amusing when uh, Zane Death went to this football game, and as one of the penalties, oh. <laughs> <laughs> the female players lost their lost their uniforms and had to play naked. They jinxed the one player. Yeah, she wasn't actually naked. It just they made her costume or her uniform yeah. invisible, and so she's yeah. That was pretty funny. That was an interesting scene. That, was, that felt a little weird for me. It felt yeah, a little it, it was kind of weird. <laughs> it was weird. Well, at first you're like, what the heck is going on? Because it's football, but it, there's magic involved. So there's hexes and curses and things being thrown. But it's football with all female players. Yeah. And it's like, it was weird. It was weird, yeah. yeah. Made their clothes invisible, hopefully. <laughs> and hoping the fans are like, woo! Yeah. <laughs> hoping to distract her yeah. from her play. But uh, the last one that I was that I really liked was in chapter twelve, which was the paradox. Mm. I didn't really like the con- the confrontation with him and, and Satan, but I liked the paradox where they were trying to kill him, but he was still technically in his ninety days probation. So right. if he failed, there would be no death, no death. to collect his death. Right. So, so that way he couldn't be killed to be to get the vacation Because he couldn't collect his own death. Yeah, because yeah. he couldn't collect his own death. Exactly. So they himself. couldn't kill him. So they stopped sending enemies to try right. to kill him. And that's why they abducted Luna instead. Yeah. I like that paradox. Um, it made it interesting because he's all afraid. And it takes him, takes him a while to realize, wait a minute. You can't wait. kill me. <laughs> This doesn't work. This, uh-uh. No. <laughs> you can't. No, you're my probation period. You can't do this right now. You can't kill me. Right? And then he realized also, like, that his accoutrements weren't, like, Satan said, oh, they don't work anymore. But technically, they still were. And the fact of the matter was, he didn't need them. He was dead. Yeah. And so... Uh, it came with the office, not the items. Not that the items, exactly. And I, I like that. I like that he suddenly realized that he was death. And, uh, and he didn't need the accoutrements. He didn't need the accoutrements. But he was. He was. He did, it, it wasn't the stuff. It was him himself. And and Mortis proved. So that's good. Uh, anything else you liked? I know you weren't a big fan of this one, but anything no. else you liked? No, not really. Okay. It's okay. Go ahead, Wayne. Okay. I loved the scene at the old folks' home. 
<laughs> Apparently that's everyone's favorite scene. That's one of them. I love, I loved when the he got the rock band and he got the choir girl from this one church next door that they would not have associated in a million years. In a million years. Neither one of them knew the song. Neither one of them knew the song. But they started up and it came together and it's like the heavens opened, the crowds gathered and were just stunned by the performance. Mm-hmm. Including you know, the SWAT team. Including the SWAT team. You know? And. Man, we've been wasting our talent playing other stuff. <laughs> Whatever it was. Yeah, that. you know? And. It, it was interesting watching these characters that were essentially incidental characters. You know? They were there for the one scene, and you're never going to see them again. Mm-hmm. And yet. He invested the time and effort for them to grow. In that one scene. In that, yeah. in yeah. that one scene. Was that he cared about other characters. Yeah. Yeah, Florida. Yeah, yeah, that's my Anthony's from. I think so, yeah. Yeah, and so people referred in the news, you know, to the event of the Florida riot. Right, which wasn't even a riot. That's funny. Well, they had to call in the SWAT team. So they made it a riot, you know. But I, I love the fact that he was, Jeff was willing to, like, open for, like, a final request. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, it, it could have been anything. He's like, I'm yeah. sorry, i got to go. He made it more yeah. personable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, see, that, that, that's the, the thing through the whole book, where it, it feels to him like he's trying to get around the, the office and the rules and stuff. And in reality... He's just being compassionate. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't realize that until the very end of the book. Yeah. And Luna says it. Doesn't Luna say something? Yeah. The one thing that he has that is compassion. He's compassionate. Yeah. You know, and suddenly the light comes on. That's right. You yeah. know. But uh, just. That thing gave me chills. Yeah, it really did. And, it and what, 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 I know it gets thrown in his face later on. One of the incarnations, or somebody's hallelujah, 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 like throws it. Holy, 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 holy. Yeah. Somebody throws it back in his face. It's probably it's, Satan. because yeah. Satan does it like everything. Wait, was it Satan or war? I think it might have been war. Yeah, because they're talking. Yeah, it might have been war. Yeah, it's war like yeah, it was like, his buttons a little bit. Yeah. But but war wasn't necessarily wrong. War's just a different I he's just got a different viewpoint. Glory. What's holy, holy, holy? That was the name of the song from the scene in the whole book Like so, it's like he got thrown in his face and teasing, holy, holy, holy. Like yeah. you're not you know, you'll you know, you're softy. Kind yeah. Of well, war can't really be a softy, you know, can he? I don't I I don't remember I remember liking the book on war. Actually, which I didn't think I was going to because I'm not a big yeah. war person. <laughs> war hawk. <laughs> but that's not what we're talking about tonight. So. Yeah. And while everybody else was talking, I, I was like, oh, oh yeah, and there's this other scene I really liked. Sorry. Now that I'm on the spot. Can't hear it. <laughs> but, um, 
one thing about this book, it's the first one. And so Piers Anthony has to do a lot of world building in this book. He has to create the world where the story is taking place so the readers understand the logic of it and how it works. And he's put all that effort into this book. And since the world's already been built in this one, he doesn't have to rebuild it in the others. And so the others, although each one is from the viewpoint of a different incarnation, learning the ropes, uh, you get a lot more storytelling. You see, you see Zane and Luna appearing in the other books, you know, as characters and the saga continuing, even though the focus is on different incarnations. And the whole thing ties ties together. The one you want to read in order. Read this. Some series, it doesn't matter. Like, but this one, yeah. But this one, you want to read in order, or you're missing things. Yeah, but it's uh, this one. I've, I've this is like my third time at least reading the book. I really like this one. Uh, and bearing an hourglass. Those those are those are my two favorite of the five. The first two. The first two. Yeah, that's not saying that it's bad. This is just my favorites on it, but. It's, uh, I, I like his relationship with Mortis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, at first it's just a car and he doesn't realize. It's a magical automobile and you it know, changes into things. But he, he <laughs> doesn't even know it changed into things and, and he runs out of road and is like, oh, how do I get here? And there's like a little chime and a glowing button on the dashboard and he hits the button and it suddenly turns into a horse <laughs> and he's like whoa okay he climbs <laughs> on the horse you know and, I like how he makes the connection like of course it's, it's you know makes sense because you know he was, he was barely driving it and a driver can get distracted and run into a tree but a horse can't you know a horse is right. not going to run into a tree, into a tree. Yeah. <laughs> you know and so it, it was just like and and the fact that he had a translator. <laughs> he, he didn't even realize. He oh, didn't realize Mortis it. like, put your translator on. Oh, hey, Mortis can talk. <laughs> 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 but he's still figuring things out. There's no manual. Right. You know, it's like, you have to just figure it all out. Yeah. But uh, anyways, it was... Like I said, that that was prob that one scene is everybody's favorite is definitely my favorite. But I I like I do like uh, Molly Malone. She's a good character in this one. Yeah. And uh, I found I found the tour of hell interesting. Yeah. And what he learned there, you know, and. And I like the computer in Purgatory. <laughs> the computer station. It, the computer's trying to give you information without giving him information. Yes. <laughs> Let me give you a hint. <laughs> I'm not allowed to come out and out and tell you that. Let me beat around the bush and see if you can figure it out. 
best I can do. Because <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble. The I'm just, I'm just a computer purgatory. At <laughs> first, the computer thing kind of bothered me. Yeah. Because you know, it's like this is, you're getting chocolate and my peanut butter. Um, you know, but so then I thought you liked chocolate and peanut butter. I do. Um, <laughs> but um, I have. Has everyone seen Coco? I have, Justin hasn't. Oh, okay. Right. okay. I, I don't mind. It's okay, that's fine. Okay, it's a Pixar Disney movie about kid who goes to hell. Like, well, Day of the Dead. He goes the to the land of the dead. Oh, okay. The land of the dead. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there's a moment in that movie when they're in the offices of hell, or not hell, the mm-hmm. land, of the land of the dead. Land of the dead. And there's a computer, and she takes off her shoe and beats the computer. <laughs> and it's an old Macintosh. Right. Like, you know, and like I was like, well, I'm fine with that. So I guess i got to be fine with this. Right. You know. So, yeah, that's true. I guess I'd be okay if it was an older computer, because then, you know, you'd say, oh, well, died. And <laughs> died, <laughs> yeah. purgatory. Well, and the, the thing, too, is everybody who works in purgatory are those people who are completely imbalanced. Yeah. So who's to say someone's soul didn't get fed into the computer, and now it's got a personality, you know? Mm. Like, that's okay. I can see yeah. that. So. All right. I'll turn it over to you. Justin. Um, well, I did enjoy the scene of the nursing home very much, but I'm not going to beat a dead horse. Okay. <laughs> More I, appreciate that. I am going to bring up the Carnival of Ghosts. Oh, that was oh, a cool neat. one. That was, that was pretty neat, I thought. Yeah, I, I like that one in the mantis scene. Yeah. The oh, the mantis, mantis scene. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I like the, you know, nursing home scene, but... You, you, have an, you, you have to wonder how long it took him to cover the distance between him and the mantis inching like along yeah. like yeah. an inchworm. Yeah. <coughs> and uh, I also enjoyed the, uh, the bits where he had this chance to uh, well in the book he doesn't describe his bravery but you know he, he gets angry and you know he changes things he changes things you know uh, like the fire he the yeah he, he's able to uh, take his side and literally cut flames mm-hmm. uh, and he you know he to save the kid. Kid. Kid in the fire. In he the gets fire. mad. Yes. And Kronos helps him by reversing too. time yes. so you can save and the kid. Uh, they are just those little things, you know, you can like... Uh, but you liked it. I did. I liked, I liked Zane's character a lot. He, he grew and... Uh, Keep getting quieter. <laughs> oh, well, you, you're making me a little. Sorry. Uh, uh, but uh, the uh, the interaction between Zane and Mortis was fun. Yes. And uh, uh, Kronos, because every time he needed Kronos, he just kind of poof, there he is. Yeah. And uh, kind of. Uh, Startling. It kind of reminded me of some TV shows I used to watch. You know, you know turned around, oh, stop doing that or something. Else. <laughs> uh, that's it for me. I found the news in Purgatory interesting. That was yeah. funny. Like, because it's always like, who, depending on, so I'm assuming like, because in Death's Mansion, it's all, you know, revolves around death. And I'm assuming that 
you know, and fate it all revolves around, you know, it's... it's, it's he doesn't like it. Yeah, yeah, so it's like... Personalized huh, news. Personalized news. News that affects you. All about you. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. It's like, like what Facebook is trying to do with your news feed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Based, based on what you browse and who, yeah. what friends you check in, they well, I that was try to customize cool. it. So, we're at dislikes. All right. Dislike. I was... I had forgotten that this is how it was. I remembered that his sweetheart was Luna. I remembered that, but I forgot how they met. Okay? And the whole, okay, this is who my dad picked for me. I'm like, um, no. No offense, Dad. I love you. But I'm glad I got to pick my own husband. Thanks. I have to go um, my mom tried to chose me like three different guys before she even met Brad. Right? <laughs> I'm like, so I'm like, how creepy was it that she walked out naked? Right? I'm like, this is, this is not normal. Um, I was, but, so, I had some issues with her being so, she seemed kind of subservient at the beginning. Yeah. I mean, she she grew and she was stronger and, and we get to know her more and then I liked her. But at first I was kind of irritated with her. Because I was like, okay, so you're going to agree to this whole thing? What? What? I don't think so. Um, no. I mean, you might love your dad and all that, but still, you know, you're taking sin on for him so he can be balanced and all this. Okay, okay, I get that. That's loving and kind, but but the, the like, it, it seemed like blind face obedience, you know? I'm like, eh, that's kind of weird. Yeah. It's a little, nah, I've got too much personality to go with that. So was, at first I was kind of irritated with her, but she, she grew on me after a while. Um, there's a lot of, I could see how some people would at least be like, there's a lot of philosophy and a lot of thinking and maybe you don't want a book that's going to make you think. But I don't know. I like books that stimulate my thought process and make me look at a different side of something. Mm-hmm. So I actually enjoyed that. But I could see how that would be a downfall for some people. Um, I think my biggest issue, though, was, was that with Muna at first. Um, she kind of irritated me. But by the end of the book, I was a fan. You know, she did a great up at the end of the dragon and stuff so I thought that was pretty cool but she kind of she kind of irritated me at first so <laughs> that's my that's my one eh yeah. anything else? no go ahead well I had two things that I didn't really care for first was being I you guys talked earlier about how there was that weirdness in that one scene what was it that you thought, guys thought was weird um but I forget what it was but anyway, um, the one thing I thought was kind of weird was their random dancing scene when she started singing. Like, that just felt awkward awkward to me when oh. Zane and Luna started dancing. Oh, yeah. It just felt awkward. Like, yeah. uh, okay. Some of their, well, some of their dates and things were kind of awkward, but yeah. they finally connected, so I don't know. But also, the, but my main problem with the book was, I mean, don't get me wrong, I liked that you know the philosophy I like like you said books that make me think and everything but it seemed like every single scene even when he was by himself he was debating like every aspect of it which don't get me wrong I, I get it you're deaf and you're trying to figure it out and it's not something that you do normally but it's like it just felt a little heavy handed because of every single scene was philosophizing very rarely like 
was there a scene that wasn't? You know what I mean? And yeah. I feel like you kind of need at least some break between the philosophizing, mm-hmm. which, um, you know, I just felt like there was, you know... Because I, I get... It felt to me like Piers Anthony was... Like he had all these debates with himself. And this was just his way of taking every single philosophical debate he's had either with himself or with others and just giving it to different characters. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, um, like, I don't know, I just felt like too much of it too much. was, like, again, I, I get it if you want to, you want to present different thoughts on each subject. I, I, I get that. But, I mean... I, I don't know. I just felt like he could have done with less of it. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's what prevented me from loving the story. Like, it just prevented mm-hmm. me from like, okay, I'm, I'm done with thinking every single thought out. Mm-hmm. To the point where some of the points were just reiterated four or five times mm-hmm. throughout the book. Like, you know, which again, you know, I get you. It, we kind of think that way sometimes. Yeah, yeah. We think in circles. Sometimes. We do. I mean, I'm kind of talking in circles, I admit. But, <laughs> like, you know, you don't want that always in your literature, I feel. Right. Well, that was my major problem with it. And the you, only basically, you basically wanted to be entertained, not have to think about being entertained. Yeah, at least not, you know, yeah. Especially I mean, not all the time. That feels like a philosophy yeah, class. Yeah, like a philosophy yeah. class. Like, I could I take a philosophy class. Yeah, I'll take a philosophy class if I want to, if that's what I want to do. I've taken philosophy. You know? <laughs> it's n- philosophy not bad. Name. It was a good class. <laughs> it's not a bad thing, just, you know. Also, um, the only other complaint I have is it took me, I feel, a lot longer to get in the book than I probably should have. It was close to full start. I'll like, give you that. You know, yep. like, it was. I guess my favorite scene <laughs> was the scene with the praying mantis, and that was like the second the to, the yeah, yeah, the end of the book. And I'm like, okay, I'm finally at a scene where I'm like, yeah, let's get this is then it's at the very end of the book. <laughs> it's like, oh, God. Praying mantis? What would a demon pray for? <laughs> 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 Not that kind <laughs> But those were my two. Like, those were some of my complaints. I was trying to find an example, but I'm not seeing it. Oh, uh, every once in a while, this, this just bothered me. It, a lot of the book was like written kind of colloquial, mm-hmm. and then every once in a while, they would switch. Swi- he'd hit in with a vowel or a v or a. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like he did some old timey. Especially when he was in his fight scenes with the demon. Yeah. Yeah. Have at the demon curve. Yeah. 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 Like that just bothered me because it's just Renfair background. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, um, maybe it's because of some of the other books he's written in the past. I don't know. It just it felt like we're chugging along and all of a sudden. There was that. It just. It, every, no, I get what you're saying. It was weird. It was. It was. It stood out like his worth thumb. Yeah, yeah. A little bit, yeah. Um, and then this is just kind of funny. I was listening to most of the book on a Kindle reader. Okay. So I have the Kindle and then Alexa in the office is yeah. reading it out loud. The scene where he's first collected the baby. Uh-huh. 
and he's taken the baby, uh, the first baby he ever collected, like his second. The one that was in the crib? Yeah, the one yeah. in the crib. Yeah. Uh, okay. And he's taken it to purgatory for the first time. He's trying to figure out the machine. Um, the, this is, has nothing to do with the book. This is purely the Kendall reader experience. Mm-hmm. Every time they were talking about the baby, they said it. The, you know, mm-hmm. referring to it. it, it the, the reader said it out loud as IT. So, <laughs> he handled IT. <laughs> well, you know, he handled it. Yeah, yeah. IT. He wouldn't say IT. He wouldn't say, he wouldn't say it. He would just say IT. <laughs> oh, God. That's so funny. It's just, it just a little weird, you know. The Audible was very good. I, yeah. I should have just bought the Audible. Yeah, version, yeah. it was good. We um, listened to it on our, because we had to drive, you know, big, long, like, yeah. six-hour drive. Plug that into the thing and... That was that was a lot of fun. Uh, I actually listened to it two and a half times in the past month. Oh, right on! And I still can't think of anything to say. <laughs> <laughs> but he enjoyed listening to it enough. He did it again. <laughs> two and a half times. Yeah. It, um, like said, IT? Yeah. IT, <laughs> IT bothered me, and then the, some of the language choices bothered oh. me. Um, it did take a long time to get cooking. I know Maylene said that. Yeah, I know. I started. I'm right there with you. I started this at the beginning of, or at the end of last month, mm-hmm. and I just kept putting it off. What's well, funny along those lines is, as of this last Tuesday, I was on chapter two, and I was like, oh, crap, <laughs> book's open Sunday. Dang, I'm going to force myself to get through this, you know? I was up till five in the morning kind of finishing this. Uh, yeah. And I, we, I literally finished it just before coming here, so yeah. Maylene was reading it out loud as I was taking a shower <laughs> um, to, to finish the last chapter. I've got some pages, let's go. <laughs> um, so it, it, it just it, it took a long time to get burning, and then some of the language choices bothered me. Mm-hmm. Sure, Fair yeah. Enough. And then also, this is I don't want to say nitpicky, it's just weird. The whole book takes place over the course of ten months. We're given ten months. You know, because he says, I've only been dead, death for 10 months. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of character development for 10 months. Well, he was thrown in the deep end. He was thrown in the deep end, and he figured it out pretty mm-hmm. quick. But I'm just saying, for 10 months, he becomes... How long was his probationary period? Is 90 days. Then how could it be 10 months? Uh, or 10... What does it say? Yeah. I well, their probation their probationary period is until they kind of get it, isn't so, it? Yeah, yeah I don't, I don't, I don't think it was a specific time. No, not in this because no, it's a different right. office. They never said how long the probationary period was. He, he, ten months is what he, he says. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a year. Yeah, maybe it's a year. But like, mm-hmm. it it just it felt like he went from swarming street rat to I am death. I am death. Fear me. Hey, a lot of things can, in high pressure situations people can change yeah. overnight. I've seen you know, so yeah. I, I I guess I don't have a problem with ten months is a long time mm. for some things. It's a know. lot longer than you think, actually. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. But well, that's your own you know, it's fine. Yeah. So, all right. David, David, tear it apart, let's hear it. You got a list. <laughs> you got a list. Put on those reading glasses, tear it apart. Yes, I got my list. Number one, I thought the book was boring. <laughs> okay. It kind of it kind of was boring. Um, I felt like the author was creating scenes from when he watched on a doctor show on TV. 
<laughs> I swear, I thought he was watching a, an episode of, of, I don't know what the shows were back when he wrote the book, but it felt like, wow, well, <laughs> I don't know, this book was, what, written in 1982? I mean, it just felt like, to me, he was writing down, like, the death scenes from what he yeah. saw on TV or something. That's just what it felt like to me. Um, 83. Yeah. Um, so I just thought... I just didn't really care about... I mean, I understand it was him, death, and they wanted to describe where he was going and everything. It, it, to me, it just seemed like, oh, okay. Why Why would someone care? <laughs> I, I, just thought it, I just thought it was kind of boring. Um, and also, the, what I just didn't really... Since I'm like a big fan... I, I'm, I really enjoy fantasy stories. The, the mix-up, their mash-up with technology and magic, I just, I just didn't like it at all. Because it's not usually done. But I, I, that's I, I why I give like him props it. for doing it. I thought it was I interesting. Mean, I'll, I'll give him props for doing it, but I didn't like it. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Usually magic causes technology to not work or vice versa. No, I just didn't really it's care that it just, it's just technology is real and magic is fantasy. Mm-hmm. So putting something real with fantasy and making it work, it just, it just didn't, it didn't fit. It's like putting a square peg in a, in, a, in a round hole. I think <laughs> it would have been a stronger story if he had said it in a contemporary world. He did. He's out of time. Uh, well, it was written in the 80s. It was contemporary. No, no, no. I mean, <laughs> like the 1980s. <laughs> no it mad. feels like the 80s yeah, when you no, read it. No, mad, no flying carpets, no. Oh. Well, yeah, I, but and, and magic stones and love potions and then a horse that turns into a car. That's, that's cool. No, that's cool. That's I, Transformers. I didn't... <laughs> I mean, I didn't really right. like Mortis. I mean, I I just I didn't like kind of it. Hate him. It's just like you know, okay, you're you're a horse, whoopee, <laughs> and you turn into a car or a boat, uh, okay, or whatever. airplane, or whatever you need. Yeah, I just I just didn't really have an opinion on it. I'm like, okay, that's one of your tools. Mm-hmm. And the the one thing that that really bugged me was the the book seemed kind of he went into detail in all the chapters and it seemed kind of long and then bam the end <laughs> the, end, the ending was Fast. what like seven pages when the rest when the rest of the chapters are like 20 plus pages <laughs> and I didn't like the ending with with because he, he had such trouble piecing things together and then in the end you figured it out to defeat the Lord of Lies I just don't think so <laughs> I just thought it was like okay he got he got bored with the book because he already had ideas for his next one and he decided to end it so he could start his next one so that's how I felt I'm pretty sure that's not how he felt as the author but that's but that's how I felt that's how you felt yeah. your opinion you're entitled to your opinion free yeah. speech and all that free speech and all that <laughs> <laughs> So, all in all... I'm going to tag Pierce Anthony when this goes up. I'm <laughs> You're going to what? I'll hit him up on Twitter. That's yeah. fine. That's I, like fine. To leak, I like to do that sometimes. <laughs> tag the authors to the books. <laughs> sure. I mean... There was a really, really, really long author's note with this. I didn't even read it. It was, it was actually interesting, kind of interesting, but... I didn't read it. He'd already decided and already had ideas to write a book on death and then actually lost a few people in his life like the year he's writing about death and it's made it harder and yet you know somewhat yeah 
don't know. I just pictured the guy. It was interesting, though. Playing Dungeons and Dragons for a couple times and then just, yeah, okay, I don't want to do that anymore and just go on his other way, but then tries to write about it. <laughs> That's how I saw it. Oh, goodness. Okay. Other than that, it was boring, too. Okay. I, I already said that. You can read some of his other books. All right, go ahead, Wayne. I know you love You probably this like book. his fantasy series. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. It's just straight fantasy. It's in a magical realm. It's straight fantasy. No technology. Yeah. Go ahead, Wayne. Is that the uh, magic of Xanax or whatever? Xanax. 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 Piers Xanthony. <laughs> yeah. That's where he gets the name Xanth from. Xanth. Piers Anthony. Well, this is Anthony on the front of the book. No, no, no. When you say his name together, Piers Anthony. Piers Anthony. Oh. It's the land of Xanth. Xanth. Because yeah. that's the way it's spelled in the back of the book. Yeah. Yes, with an X. Yeah. Yes. It's and it's shaped yeah. oddly like the state of Florida. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Continue. Things you didn't like, if anything. Things that I didn't care for in this book. Yep. The philosophy did wax long in spots. Yep, but that's a lot of bad as Michael Crichton's chaos theory. That's all I have to say. Maybe <laughs> if you ever read the book again, you could read it with Jeff Goldblum's voice. Maybe. Maybe also I read it in high school. Maybe I wouldn't bother. Maybe an audio version of this. <laughs> Maybe he has. He should. We should call him. Because, you know, we have him on if Jeff Goldblum's listening, you can really do that. Yes. Jeff Goldblum, we love you. Do that. Awesome, awesome. Hashtag Jeff Goldblum. Right? <laughs> I love to I love to death wish. <laughs> Earth girls look easy. There's a fun one. What's <laughs> <laughs> easy? <laughs> Sorry, continue. Things you didn't like. Sorry. Sorry. I mean, now it's quiet. Talk. <laughs> you are experiencing dead air. <laughs> I just remembered. The scene you wanted the to say? I liked. Let's hear the scene you liked, then tell us what you don't like. I liked when Satan's minions came and took over Death's mansion. Oh, and right. he's getting up to leave, and this big burly chef goes, But you haven't eaten yet. I'm not hungry. And he grabs him by the arm, and is going to forcibly detain him in his own mansion. And Zane just turns around and looks at him and reaches out and grabs a hold because the demon is a spirit or a soul. And he grabs him, folds him up into a little packet and throws it at the floor and it goes sailing down to hell and he's kind of... Okay, and out the door. Yeah. It, it was... Awesome. That was a very cool scene yeah. right there. All right. Anything you didn't like? Yes. Uh, I didn't like that I didn't like it. <laughs> so you're entitled <laughs> to not like everything. It's fine. I'm just glad that I finally had a book that most of the group liked. <laughs> what, like there the Maze Runner? This is better than the Maze Runner! And don't point at the <laughs> Yes, you better not do it. 
Smoke coming out of his ears. I thought I thought that I would like to have seen like the first three chapters of the book condensed down to one. Yeah. Yeah, it's close. But uh, the, the the chapters were already long as it was, right? Yeah, just, but like condensed, condensed, shortened, shortened. Not taking, not not taking this twenty-page chapter and this twenty-page chapter and this twenty-page chapter, which adds up to sixty yeah. pages, that could all have been kind of squished down to twenty pages, yeah. and still carried the same information. Yeah. And That's probably it, the the character building. And the world building. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of that was world building. It was like getting getting us to know that the so world. So, but that building. that was the the slow start of of the book. The first book. Yeah. yeah. Like maybe if Death were like the second or third book, maybe he could have done everything in one chapter. Yeah. Yeah. Beginning. That's one. true. Yeah. Like right. then, but then would he been doing the same with the other? Whatever. Whoever was the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. You still have the world build. Whoever was first. Yep. All right, Justin. Justin. Well, I'm going to agree with Wayne on that point with the the long first three chapters. Uh, although it did go by a little easier on the audible version. Yeah. But even with the audible version, uh, one chapter was an hour and 30 minutes long. Yeah. Know, and... Uh, it's rough, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's hard to pull through sometimes. Especially when you're, when you're first picking up a book. I, yeah. I get that. I get it. It's I hard, get it. Hard to, uh, I don't disagree. It's, it's hard to I've read it but, multiple times. So uh, I don't disagree. I feel that way about Lord of the Rings, but I still love I mean, that. I mean, I strange, that. And, and, I've, I've watched that movie a dozen and times. Strange, and, touch that and the strange thing is, I've read Lord of the Rings and didn't feel that four way. or five times. And I never had that problem with Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit. I pushed through the I first 600 pages, man. Oh, yeah, I couldn't. I, I still haven't gotten through it. So like, I, I had to, to, push, I had to force myself to push through. And because I didn't read it until after I'd seen the first book, the first movie. If I, I'd read, don't get me wrong, I'd read The Hobbit several times, but the, I didn't read The Fellowship of the Ring. In, in, I had read the whole thing right after Fellowship of the Ring came out, before Two Towers came out, but I had Forced myself through that. I read. The, I read them in high school. Yeah. So, but and yeah. I did. I. I don't know. I just remembered one other thing. I kind of didn't like about the book. The whole scene with Mother Nature. Yeah, that's getting to Mother Nature and how it was like. I get like it was, a, but I was kind of like. And then she kept trying to just. She. She wasn't. She's speaking in riddles. Mm-hmm. So you're feeling confused as the reader because he's feeling confused on the different ways of thinking, and I'm just like, what the? And they came, they came into play at the end, but I was like, why is this scene here? Why do I need this scene? The only thing that's important about this scene is they can affect each other. And he can walk on water. He's already walked on water. Yeah, but she, that was that was done specifically so anything like that couldn't affect. So it negated. Yeah. His, I, I didn't have really a problem with that. It just was like so I, long. I had this trouble with the oh. Mobius strip type. Like I'm going to go through it three times. I'm like, what? And he doesn't oh. remember doing it the first time. What? Oh god. Okay. Oh. Yeah, it was like weird. So, but I so it's all. It was just kind of weird. I don't know. I felt like there was lots of things that scene that didn't have to be there. That know? whole chapter might be. That you you needed to have an encounter with her. Yeah. I get it. And then the thing you needed to know was that she could affect him, but he could also affect her, and they. Could have a, which know, sets up the end of the... Which is important. 
there are some things that are important, but so much of it was just like, uh, so, but, uh, that's not yeah. right there. Sorry, was there something else you didn't like? No, yeah, yeah. So what are we on, final thoughts? Well, before we do final thoughts, real quick, yeah. uh, Jeff Goldblum has done two audiobooks as the narrator, Speed the Plow and Ron and Fizz, but no Jurassic Park. Jeff Goldblum, we need to see here yeah. Jurassic Park from you. Yeah. <laughs> um, Come on, he's in Jurassic World, the new one that's out yeah. right now. You know, like see, by like the time this comes out, we'll have already been video, but that's yeah. okay. I'd like to hear Piers Anthony narrate his own books. I'm sure he has. A lot of authors yeah. do. You know, the guy who is on the Audible actually has done a lot of Audible books. Yeah. Like a lot. A good reader makes a big he, difference. Yeah. Um, and he, he is. He's, he's, he's just a good job. The only thing is, is he gets... Sometimes they'll get quiet at, mm-hmm. like towards the end of the sentence and you're like but most of the time he's really great. So I, I got you know yeah. he's done a lot of it. He has a lot of experience reading out loud and but, he's good. But uh, real quick before we do final thoughts, I yeah. thought this would be kind of fun. Because we've read, I know you're not a fan of uh, uh, Terry Pratchett. Terry Pratchett. No, um, but we've read a Terry Pratchett book. Uh, we've read a couple of books with death in it, Good Omens. Yes, we've read. Yes, true. We have read several books with death. So I thought, like in all fiction, all no old bark, we'll go around the table one more time. Favorite incarnation of death. Oh, Terry Pratchett's version of death is absolutely yeah. my favorite. While I like this one, I love Death in the Discworld books. That's absolutely hands down my favorite death. I kept thinking of Discworld the whole time. Like, oh, he's <laughs> it's just not quite as good. I mean, yeah. but he's he's more real to our universe, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I still like the character of Death in Discworld better. Yeah. So, does uh, Death assistant count in Terry Pratchett's world? Mort? Does Mort? he count? Sure, it's Mort. Yeah. He he was Death he for was a while, that, so I'm gonna go with Mort. Mort's my favorite. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with DC Comics' Neil Gaiman's death. Okay. Who's a 16-year-old goth girl. <laughs> awesome. Um, I just, I love, you know, I, I, Neil Gaiman, uh, very famous for Sandman, mm-hmm. whose sister is death. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're, the, first, the chapter where death is going around collecting all souls, there's a Sandman story with very much like that where they're catching up as Death is doing her rounds and very similar scene Crib Death and um, but just this uh, 16 year old goth girl who's you know Death Death. Any persona of death? Any yeah. persona of death. Favorite death. One, I like the death from Ebenezer Scrooge's. What's that? The Christmas Carol? Oh, the, the, yeah, oh, yeah. The Ghost of Christmas Future? No, no the, the past or death or present. Right, so it's, 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 it's the future is the one that's the ghost of Christmas Future. Christmas Future is the yes. one that's death. Yeah. With yeah. the one chosen with Tombstone. Yeah, what was that, that movie that had... Um, you talking about Scrooge with Bill Murray? No, the original one. The oh. Christmas Carol. Is it Christmas Carol? Yeah, Christmas Carol. Charles yeah. Dickens. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, who was the, who, who played him afterwards? Uh, you talking about the oh, was it Albert Finney or what? Because there's several roles. He played Patton. In most oh, of the talking about um, yeah, I know uh, who he's talking about. Oh God, I can't think of his name right now. Oh, he played um, Patton in that movie. Um, yeah. God, I can't think of it right now. What is his name? Well, it doesn't matter. I, I just like that version of Death because. I, I mean, I always pictured that, that and always thought that you should be kind of afraid of the persona of death. 
and in here, the George C. Scott. Yeah, there we go. George C. Scott. I like I like that version of death in there because it made it kind of creepy, and you wanted to you wanted to change your ways to do good. And here, they're kind of like still giving you kind of an option of whether you want to be good or mm-hmm. evil because they're recognizing death, and then they're learning not to fear it. Mm-hmm. When in the persona of death, in, in that in that story, they're they're it make you kind of fearful of it. Right. Well, I think that you should have a natural fear. We all should have a natural fear of death. But yeah, but in there in the book, when you recognize it, you're not fearful anymore. Right. But I did, okay, I liked that one scene where the little girl was afraid to go to sleep because yes. she was afraid she was going to die. And I felt that, that there's one thing to fear death, but another thing to fear sleep. Yeah. And and I like how he promised he'd wake her first if she was asleep. Yeah. So I, I thought that was good. Well, she'd still die, but he'd wake her up so she wouldn't die. Yeah, real quick, it's a Christmas Carol, the 1984 version. Yeah, with George C. Scott. With George C. Scott, yeah. yeah I like, All right. I like That's that. your favorite death. All right. Mm-hmm. Wayne. This, this world. This world. <laughs> yep. Is my is my favorite. Um, well, I I um, thought there'd be more variety. I'm only <laughs> familiar. Well, there's not a whole lot of uh, of every universe has out there, really. Every there's, universe there's has also this. death in the Gauntlet game that you can't kill. Well, DC has like four different versions of death. Right, but yeah. I haven't read a lot yeah, of those, yeah. so I'm not familiar. Uh, the only versions I'm familiar with are from A Christmas Carol. This book and Discworld. Mm. So out of those three, and I would have sorry, I would have to go with Discworld. Discworld out of those three. Mm. Yeah. Well, we did have a death in Good Omens. Good Omens is it's, it's different, but it's yeah. different. Yeah. But but I still would go with yeah. Discworld. He's more biker death. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He was alright. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. There's a version of Death in DC Comics called Death the Black Rider. It's a Jack Kirby character. He's on skis. Okay. It makes no sense, but he nope. just skis. It makes no sense. He's the death for when hell freezes over. One more time. That's bad. We'll do final, final thoughts. All right. Um, I guess I kind of just did my final thought when I thought about the little girl. Yeah. But anyway, I... I think if you at least somewhat enjoy the book, um, the series is, is it's interesting. It's kind of, it's just, it's a little different, but it's, I enjoyed it. So, I recommend it, but obviously I was the one who recommended it. After reading it, by the way, I'm happy yeah. to <laughs> wasn't a movie I saw and recommended. I've read it before. Like Maze Runner. Oh, I will never, ever live down Maze Runner. <laughs> I couldn't even like Maze Runner. It was so sad. To be fair, at least you've got a book to beat. <laughs> it may not be the one you were hoping for, but... I think my overall feeling is... It was a okay book. Um... I'm now that I know that the other books are not solely all just death books, I might be inclined to try the next one, but probably not anytime soon. It's uh time. <laughs> that's the next book. <laughs> but um so time's not coming soon. I'm sorry. <laughs> um it was okay. Uh, I'm not sad I read it, I'm not unhappy I read it, just it's uh it's firmly in the middle 
of the books you've read. Yeah, yeah, I have to agree. Yeah, it's firmly. I didn't stuck, like it, but I didn't. But I, didn't, hate it. I, didn't I didn't hate it. Yeah, yeah. solidly medium territory right. for me. Fair enough. Out of the two Piers Anthony books I've suggested, the other one's my favorite. Is that the dentist one? Yes, I think you love that book. I, you told me about that when we first put it in. Like, I want to read that. <laughs> um, so I, I suggested two Piers Anthony books. This is my second choice. The first one is my favorite. Probably my favorite Piers Anthony book, period, actually. I've read several of them. And that one is It's sci-fi. a standalone, and it's yeah. sci-fi, and I just, I, I just yeah. like it. Um, Sorry, continue. But my final thoughts are, I like the book, Do Not Binge It. No, don't binge read it. I exactly. had to binge read it to get through for the day. I'm sorry. I'm glad your head didn't explode. It was, it was rough. It was, it was a weird night because I was up drawing Power Rangers. And and uh, listening to death. And listening to death. It was a weird night. I got a Power Rangers convention I'm getting ready for. So, but I liked it. I'm kind of interested in continuing on, but honestly, I would have preferred if the next book had still been about death. He's still in it. He's still in it. He's still in it all the way. I want to see more death, Satan feud. Um, well, he, Satan still wants to destroy Luna. That's yeah. still part of the storyline. So, just have to find another way to do it. So, well, with that, um, yeah, well, that's kind of where I, I sit on it. I, yeah, I'm, fair I'll, enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, I don't really have a high opinion of it, but I don't have a low opinion of it. It's kind of like right in the middle. If you want to read it, go ahead. If not, then listen to the podcast. We'll get the story. Wayne? <laughs> <laughs> right, kind of in bits and pieces and big chunks left out, but That's still, okay. <clears throat> you're okay. Yeah. <laughs> Having plowed through this one, try the next one. <laughs> yeah. No. I got a lot of books on my on my list, and yeah, maybe one day. Maybe. Just not today. No. Just more I I enjoyed it. Well, the next day. Um, I I would like to continue the series, but uh, I do have many other books I would like to read, and I'm currently still reading. I got four other books. Dozens that I need you to know, read. Just keep asking to read these books every month for this book club thing. Yeah. You can't read anything else. I have a James I can because I'm a fat I'm reader. I'm currently in the He's middle of a James Bond <laughs> book that I got for Christmas about two years ago. So. From friends of ours. <laughs> and, <he's laughs> and, it's and it's a really good, really fun book, too. <laughs> That's so. one of the newer ones, too. Right? Yes, it is. Yeah. Well, he knew where I was two years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> two years ago when you guys gave it to him. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, so now it's time to draw. draw. Yeah. We another Discworld book. I don't think we have We don't have any other Discworld books. I don't think so, no. Or whatever. Because we only have, we read one But if you pull out the other Piers Anthony, David's going to be pissed. I'm going to read it. It's good. It's better than the final line. It's better than the final line. And that right there, I won't read it. Oh my gosh. We've got it. You guys for it? That's what it is. Oh my gosh. Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. The Chamber Pot of Secrets. Second Harry Potter book. We read the first one. Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. I think I actually have that at home. Yeah. I don't, but Mamie does. I do. You can borrow it. (laughs) I yeah. I can go to the bookstore and get it for fifty cents. Right. (laughs) It's been out for a while. It's been out long enough for you. I enjoyed. I I enjoyed the movie. All right. All right. So. 
Fair enough. I've liked J.K. Rowling's writing. Yeah, you did. This is our third J.K. Rowling book? Yep. Is it? Yeah, because oh, yeah, this is a Corman's Strike one. Huh. Strike. Yeah. I forgot we did a Corman's Strike one. It reminds me I need to read the third one and give it back to you. Yeah. I stamped it out so it's not lost in all my books. It's currently in the... My right. Right. Have a nice day. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. So, there you have it. That was uh, On a Pale Horse by Piers Anthony. Uh... Hope you really enjoyed that one. Um, please like, comment, subscribe. Uh, any support is, even if it's non-financial, uh, is incredible at this point. Um, we know you're listening, uh, or at least somebody's downloading episodes, um, and really appreciate that. Uh, we've been doing this for three years now, and the numbers are pretty good i have to admit for a little um shop whose audio is not the best quality and and we're you know recording and not necessarily the best recording environments but thank you for listening thank you for toughing this out with us um next month or not next month right now we're weekly so next week we'll be uh um reading uh, harry potter in the chamber of secrets by jk rowling um again uh, we recorded these episodes a while ago, so we will not be ta- uh, talking about um, J.K. Rowling's current um, uh, uh, I, I don't know what to call it. It's weird. Um, but her current situation in, in um, so, but it was recorded long before that. So, but um, thank you. I hope you enjoy this episode. hope you enjoy the next episode. Have a great day.